Welcome to Supernatural Moments. I'm your host, Corey R. Henderson, and I pray today that you will have an experience that will bless your life supernaturally. Welcome to Supernatural Moments. I am your host, Corey R. Henderson, and I am blessed to be back with you this week with a new episode of Supernatural Moments. I tell you, I, I'm, I'm picking back up uh, a topic subject that I believe it's been several months uh, since, since I uh, uh, talked about it, but I believe it is such a prevalent, relevant word for us today. Um, as we look around, we look at the landscape and terrain of this current um, world, our nation, our communities. Uh, there is so much going on and th- it's like, where do you start? Where do we begin to uh, put into a perspective uh, to, to find some answers, to find some solutions? Who do we call? What do we seek? Do we do we seek the church? Do we seek the, uh, the, the, the therapist? Where do we go? And everyone has answers. Everyone needs to play a part. Everyone has a part. Everyone has a part of the puzzle. And we have to begin to fitly bring together all those pieces of the puzzle. And it, and it says in the word of God, it says fitly join together. And that brings me to my topic subject today. And it's about the God of peace, the God of peace. Hallelujah. Listen, you know, in Philippians 4 and 7, we are very familiar with that text. It is a very familiar text to many of us um, that he, he talks about and he says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If there was ever a time today that we need something to keep our mind, as I stated before, uh, the influx and the the unparalleled ch- challenges that we are facing and some are facing, they need a peace of God. They need a peace that passive understanding. Now, someone may hear that and it, it may sound like religious excessive words. Uh, it may sound like some religious, you know, dogma or, or, you know, not necessarily dogma per se, but just like, okay, this, this is over exemplifying perhaps what the text really mean. And that's not the case. That's not so. It is really a revelation about the God of peace. Or should I say, it's a revelation about the peace of God. It's a revelation about the peace of God that God can give you a peace that you will in a natural situation. It'll be natural. It'll be normal 
to feel a certain way, to act a certain way, to react a certain way, or to want to uh, perhaps uh, just say, listen, I've gone through this circumstance. I've gone through this situation. This is what happened. This is what I experienced. And now this is what I want to do. This is my response, my reaction. This 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 is the stance that I'm about to take. It don't matter what anybody say and all of that. And guess what? Naturally speaking, and in in uh, in the in the physicality, in the natural sense, in the normal sense, it makes sense. I understand. But God is saying, listen, I'll give you a peace that will lift you up out of that. I'll give you a peace that will fill your mind, that will take your mind out of those condensed pressures and stresses. I will take your heart and fill it with a peace that what you feeling in your heart right now, the trial, the torment, the struggle, the trouble you're experiencing in your heart right now. I will bring a peace to it that will lift it up. I'll bring a peace to it that will safeguard it. I will bring a peace to your heart. Hallelujah. And you won't understand how. You won't understand, you know, how did I get to this place? I listen, and I can tell you this by personal experience. There's been some times that I've experienced certain circumstances where I should perhaps maybe reacted a certain way, but I didn't because I understood that I had the peace of God at the time dwelling within me. And because I had the peace of God upon me and because I had the peace of God dwelling within me, I did not try to, um, I did not, I did not try to, uh, reason away what I knew was a supernatural experience and a supernatural occurrence of God that was happening in my life. And I, and in some cases, you know, I've experienced, um, where I, I should have been upset. I should have been mad. I should have, and, and I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stay mad. I couldn't get upset. And I got upset that I couldn't get upset. And I almost got mad because I couldn't be mad. But it was just the peace of God in my heart, indwelling me. It was the peace of God infilled within me. It was the peace of God that I had upon me at the time. It was God's presence. It was God's spirit. And listen, God does the same for all of his sons and daughters. God does the same for his children. It doesn't matter how much scripture you know. It doesn't matter how much you uh, think or feel that you are close to God. It's not just those who uh, are considered to be close to God. You know, yes, I understand that. I used to think that. And there are many Christians who think that the closer you are to God, the less problems and challenges you have. The closer you are to God, the more God will bless you. And and listen, there is some sense of truth to that. The closer you are to God, yes, you are privileged. You are privy. You have access. You have proximity. Yes, the closer you are to God, but God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. God blesses who he want to bless. God put his hand on who he want to put his hand on. Listen, it's not for us. We can't judge and ask why. And, and, And we don't need to get caught up in that. And so, and in Philippians four and seven, 
We know the text. He says, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's going, I'm going to keep your mind. I'm going to safeguard your mind. I'm going to safeguard your heart. I'm going to place up a protective fire around your mind and around your heart so that every fiery dart that come at your mind will be quenched by the peace of the living. God. And then he goes on to say in verse eight, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think all these things. And so now what this text is basically saying to us is that There is a peace of God that's predicated upon us having the right spiritual attitude, the right spiritual attitudes, a spiritual attitude of what's true, a spiritual attitude of what's honest, a spiritual attitude of what's just, spiritual attitude of what's pure and the spiritual attitude of what's lovely. What do I mean by a spiritual attitude? In other words, uh, uh, having a, a spiritual, uh, sense of placing, uh, God's, 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 uh, concept before it. I'm going to place God's word. I'm going to take, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to look at this thing from God's perspective before I assert my own thoughts and before I exercise my own thinking and actions. Before I do all that, I'm going to place before myself um, God's perspective. What's God's perspective on this? What would God have me to do? How would God want me to think and to feel about this? So whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are true. Is that true? Is that honest? Is that just? Is that pure? Is it of a lovely? Is it of a good report? Hallelujah. If there be any virtue in it, let me think on these things. And this here, if this can be done, then it is a of a guarantee that I can have the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Now, I understand realistically today that we are facing some things that are literally uh, devastating and we are facing some things and some of us have faced some stuff that are basically almost took us out and some of you all were taken out. You're what they call a living this you're 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 a functional living creature this you're you're this you're you're what's the term i can't think of the term but basically where you just exist you're just existing it's so many people today they just existing they mind wonders their mind is gone they 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 operating subconsciously they they're living by the uh the 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 systemic uh, 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 habits of just a day in of what's day in and day out. No sense of real consciousness, not present 
in your present day life, in your current day of life, not present, not comprehending what's happening every day in your life, not capturing all of the moments and all of your memories and enjoying your family and enjoying your friends and enjoying things that God is actually doing good for you. This is what happens when your peace is stolen. When our peace is stolen, when our peace is gone, we just go through life. We just go through life day in, day out, uh, and back again. Same old cycle. You look up and two years and pass. You look up and five years and pass. And you look up and 10 years and pass. And then now you wake up and now you got a regret. Hallelujah. But listen, I come to tell you on tonight that God is going to give you the peace of God. And as a matter of fact, uh, listen, today we don't just need the peace of God. Some of us can get by with just the peace of God. But some need the God of peace. Listen, I'm praying on today. I'm praying on today that God will grant unto you and grant unto many of us, hallelujah, a a peace that passeth understanding. But more so, we need the God of peace. Some of us need the God of peace. Some of you all need the God of peace. Hallelujah. You've gone through too many, too many uh, 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 things that have uh, 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 too many perplexed things, too many conflicting things, too many uncertain things. You need the God of peace. You need the God. Hallelujah. What do I mean by God? I'm talking about the God of all creation. I'm talking about the God of of heaven and earth. I'm talking about the God, the Alpha, the Omega, God himself uh, bestowing upon you a peace. Jesus, right before he was resurrected and right before Jesus was lifted up, he said, I bequeath unto you peace. I bequeath unto you. I give unto you as a grantor granting something. Hallelujah. He said, I grant unto you a peace. Hallelujah. And this is what we need today. This is the kind of peace that many of us need today. It is a peace that will surpass the natural understanding where you won't be in a natural state of mind. You will be in a supernatural state of mind. You won't be in a natural state in which uh, will something that will prompt you and provoke you to react, but you will be in a supernatural peace where you will be calm. Hallelujah. You will be in a natural uh, a supernatural state of peace. You will be in a supernatural mind of peace. Uh, God was going to fill your heart with peace. I'm talking about the God of peace on today. Listen, I'm excited about this. And then God is going to bring peace to your life. He's going to bring peace to your family. He's going to bring peace to your dwelling places. He's going to bring peace to your relationships. Oh my God. Listen, if there was ever time, uh, you know, there was... I seen this a long time ago, but it was basically just pointing out that most of the problems that people face, and I don't know about today, but I, I wouldn't, I would say it's not that far off, but it was, it was uh, something that was a uh, statistical, uh, it was something statistics, and it was just basically saying that most of people's problems today that they are faced with, that majority of the problems are related to people. They got something to do with people. Or in other words, it's something relational going on. For some of you all, it's not 
It's not your faith. It's not your finances. It's it's not your health. It's it's not. No, you you got people problems. You got relationship problems. You have uh, relate relating uh, problems re- relationally. You you got problems in your family, and 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 that speaks to to peace. That speaks to unity. That speaks to being fitly joined together as one. Fitly joined together as one. Jesus said that he's going to come back for a church spot wrinkle of blemish. I'm just quoting this because this is what the Bible says. This is what the word of God says, regardless of your eschatological theology, whether you believe in Jesus coming back or not. I'm just quoting the scripture right now. I'm not saying this for a debate, nor am I going to uh, necessarily. I'm just saying what the scriptures say, because it's tied to him saying fitly joined together. Listen, people of God, there must come a coming together. There must be a coming together. Things got to come together. Things are going to come together for you. Things are going to come together for your family. Things are going to come together for your home. Things are going to come together in your relationships. Things are going to come together uh, with your spouses. Things are going to come together for you and your children. Things are going to come together for you. Things are going to come together for your endeavors. Things are going to come together for you. And that-